0: Welcome to Rowdy Book Club. Uh, I am your one... Damn it! I am one of your co-hosts, Michael.
1: We got it. We got it on episode four. We know we are capable of doing it. We'll get there someday. Yeah. Did you want to say anything else about yourself?
0: Um... No, you can introduce yourself, okay. and, then I, and then I have things to say too.
1: <laughs> okay, <me>. okay. Well, <laughs> my name is Shannon, I'm the other co-host, and for once it's not my fault that the intro's getting screwed up, so <laughs> that's a nice change of pace. My pronouns are she and her.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, and my pronouns are he, him. Here's... I never notices Like, do I say I'm your... Like, I can't say I'm your co-host, because that makes it sound like I'm by myself. Your. Oh. Wait, no, co-host means...
1: Yeah, like there's more, de- more than one. Indicates that there
0: is another one. Okay. Yes. Okay, no, I can say that. Yeah. Hi, I'm I'm your co-host Michael. <laughs> hi, nice to meet hi. you. Hi. Hi, welcome. <laughs> okay, Shannon. Yes. Um I have so many things in my brain. Yep. Uh first, hi. Hi. And <laughs> um how are you? How, how's life? <laughs> um, it's good. Things are really
1: crazy right now. Actually, I'm, like, then very busy. My October was really busy with mm. church stuff and mm-hmm. other stuff that yep. will be revealed at a later date. But, oh. yeah, so then really busy, but good. Everything's good. Good. How about you?
0: Life is good. Uh, here, okay, so this will be released at the very end of November.
1: Yeah, so it's like Christmas time when you're hearing this.
0: Rip. <sighs> Yeah, so, um, my October and, like, so far into November has just been, like, hey, let's deconstruct everything you've ever learned in your whole life and everything you think you know about yourself. Oh, boy. So, I've been going through, like, uh, like crazy mood swings because oh, I will gosh. be, like... I will wake up and I will be like, what's the point of anything? We're all just going to die and be dust in the wind and nothing matters. And I hate life. Mm -hmm. And then by noon, I eat some m ms at work. And then I am like bouncing off the (laughs) walls, twerking. And I'm like, I'm on top of the world. So my coworkers are like helping me deal with this. Oh,
1: good. That's good.
0: (laughs) Um, yes. One of them has been acting as my therapist until I finally set up an appointment to meet with my therapist again. The nice. problem is, my therapist, who I've gone to since I was, like, 24, mm-hmm. is down in Orem. And I'm like... Oh,
1: gosh. Yeah, that's do far. You think I
0: have, like, an hour and a half to just drive and then an hour for, you know, a therapy session? It, yeah. Like, no, I can't.
1: Wait, can you do it, like, virt- virtually at all?
0: Yeah, we can. I just prefer to do most things in person, you know? Mm. Which, that's fair. like... Obviously, challenging in the pandemic. Yes, I haven't, indeed. I haven't actually been to see my therapist in like a year and a half. Two oh my years. gosh! Yeah. So, like, I, I definitely need to talk to her. Yeah. So, but good news, I have a session on Saturday, so nice. we are doing that uh, over Google video or whatever. Nice. nice. That like things are good. I'm like very happy with life. You know. That's I good. just. I'm also like, oh my gosh, what is in, it? Being? In
1: an existential spiral.
0: Yeah. 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 I but completely I'll just, understand. I'll, I'll take like 30 minutes to like deconstruct everything and then I'll be like, okay, now I'm just going to eat a bunch of sugar and then feel good.
1: That's very so, relatable, honestly. That's how we're processing. Yep. I I, um, I I, don't know if I support that or not, but I vibe with it. So yeah. do with that way you will.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. I have some... Points of topic that I want to get into immediately.
1: Okay. Ab- about our book?
0: About things in general. Oh, do you have things that you want to mention that you love? Oh,
1: like recommended did, did-, did? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I have two. They're both YouTube channels because I'm a YouTube thought. I don't know. <laughs> The first one is this YouTube channel called Climate Town, and it's this guy who's, like, a grad student studying climate, something or other. But he's, like, the one and only person talking about climate change who doesn't leave me feeling, like, deeply, deeply depressed after, Mm. which is amazing. And it's not, like, and it's not because he's sugarcoating it, because he's not, but he's just, like, really funny and, like, personable. He can at least, like, you know, make some jokes about it, which is comforting. I don't know. So I like that a lot. Um, and then the other YouTube channel that I want to mention is not just bikes, which is an urban planning slash like infrastructure YouTube channel, because Michael, (laughs) the socialist to urban planner pipeline is real. And I am a victim of it. Mm. I just like, I, the truth is I hate cars. I hate them a lot. I hate driving. I hate traffic. I hate smog. I just... I think cars are evil and bad. I understand they serve a purpose and they will probably be with us forever. Also, they're causing climate change in part. And so, like, I love riding my bike, I love taking the bus, I love taking the train, and like, this whole channel is just like, here's what, well, this guy lives in Amsterdam, so he's like, here's why Amsterdam is better than everywhere else, (laughs) (laughs) which is, I'm like, okay, cool. But he talks about, like, how, like, the bike paths there are better, how the traffic is set up better, I don't know. So I've been, like, binging all of that, and I'm just like, yes, this is what we need in Mm -hmm. every city, because all the North American cities are planned so poorly, everyone is super car dependent. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so that's my whole spiel.
0: We've set everything up up to where like like we set it up bad
1: yes very very bad and it doesn't have to be this way and it isn't this way in other places like in europe and asia so hello high speed rail the
0: um netflix uh i think it's like a mini series uh with zach efron and he like travels the globe doing stuff
1: i've heard of it i haven't watched it
0: um. So I only watched like a handful of episodes. So I like I I don't know. It could get dark and weird oh, and gosh. completely different. I don't know. But the first couple of episodes are essentially like him going to other countries and being like, "Wow, this country's so much better at this <laughs> thing than the US." And like, awesome, great. We know this.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's so funny because like you talked about how like you're deconstructing your entire life right now. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I have realized is that like. We as I guess Americans are really raised up with like oh yeah America's number one we're the best nation in the whole world and I think yeah. when I was a kid I pretty much accepted that and then yeah. like the entire story of my life from like I don't know puberty on was like mm. being like actually that is false, false. so yeah. that's been fun yeah, Do you have yeah. recommendeds?
0: you know I was thinking about this the past couple days because I knew we were gonna I knew we were gonna do this also Shannon I just have to say do you before we before we start recording, do you get incredibly anxious? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: I, um, I should, I guess.
0: I I don't know why. Like once we start talking and stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm just talking with yeah. my friend and, and and it's not like this podcast is like like cr- people are depending on us <laughs> Right And so like I don't know I don't know why I get so anxious But like literally all day I'm like Okay I gotta go home and I gotta do this and, Oh gosh and this is like, Yeah I, And I don't know why I don't know why
1: Yeah No but that's that's. I mean I am definitely that way Anytime I have to do like public speaking Or like performing mm-hmm. It's like always leading up to it I'm like, I, like And the closer I get to it The more like jittery and like nervous I get And then once I yeah. start doing it I'm like oh I, I know how to do this Okay alright we're good so, yeah. so yeah, I can identify, I relate, but I've not experienced that with the podcast, probably because I like get into a stinky closet <laughs> and I don't feel like I'm presenting really. Um, I think maybe it's more in the edit when I'm like, oh no, this audio sounds like trash or like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. My microphone is bad. All these buzzy sounds. I don't know.
0: Um, okay. That brings me to one of the things that I wanted to talk about before we get into this book. So anyone who listened to last month's podcast, there is like a five minute clip where I was a dum dumb. I want to make this publicly known. <laughs> Shannon is a Shannon is wonderful angel and does all of the editing while I do nothing because that, uh, that is not my forte. And I was a dum-dum and lost like five minutes of my audio and so there is a snippet where we are like talking over each other and it is audio hell. Again, not because of Shannon and 100% my fault. And so I apologize for that. It's funny because you do your sim- summary, Shannon, and it's like great audio, good, good, good. And then immediately I start talking and it's just like oh, toilet. No, no.
1: Toilet, toilet. Toilet. No. And, um,
0: and then after like five minutes, then my audio is better. So I apologize, uh, to anyone who, uh, suffered through that um and also thanks shannon for being so amazing and doing all of the editing
1: oh you're welcome well i enjoy it
0: that also leads into the next thing that i wanted to talk about which relates to last month's podcast so we had a french listener comment but hey one shannon was like hey we had someone comment on the podcast which i didn't know people were listening to this and if you're listening Welcome. We're so
1: happy you're here. I definitely thought that the only person listening to it was Michael and my sister.
0: Yeah. So, So, um, French listener, if you're listening again this month, but you're my new best friend. This French listener also informed us.
1: Yeah, this is like a corrections corner. Yeah, But it's not our fault.
0: No, it's not. So, last month we uh, read... Uh, the Family of the Opera, and originally written in French, and then was translated into English. And in the English translation, it talks about the Phantom having stinky hands. And Shannon, remind me, does it translate to they, his hands feel like death and not smell
1: like death? Correct. That is correct.
0: Okay, so he has hands that feel like death, probably meaning they're like bony and cold, and not (laughs) stinky. Shannon, today I listened to last month's podcast, Uh and we talked about him being stinky. A lot. We said stinky like a hundred times. A lot. We were so bad. We were so off base. He's not stinky. But it was not our fault.
1: Maybe yeah, that's true. Maybe he did shower every day for all we know but yeah who knows i do i accept zero blame for this that is 100 percent on the translator whoever translated oh, yeah. that into english
0: not our fault also yeah. i mean like i really still don't like him listening <laughs> to the podcast like unearthed thing i was like i thought i closed this chapter in my life i don't want to i don't <laughs> want to talk about him anymore <laughs> but and, here we um, are yeah so you know what if he's stinky he probably is because he's gross wow okay and then I have one last thing on my okay. list. Are you ready for it? Yes. I told you to prepare for this.
1: Yes. Wait, what? You did?
0: I did. I think I, I texted you yesterday. <gasps> I want to know your moon sign. Do you know your moon sign?
1: Oh, you did not so text this to me.
0: I'm pretty sure I'm I I'm pretty snapped. sure I have it. I'm pretty sure I snapped you yesterday, and then you ignored my snap. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay,
1: cool. Sorry. I guess I, that's, I don't, you know, it's, it's very possible that I saw it and my brain just didn't process it. But luckily for you, I think I already have my star sign saved. Oh, amazing. Or or sorry, my moon sign. Perfect. With a different conversation that I had with someone. Oh, also my friend Haley listens to this podcast.
0: (gasps) Haley, I love you. It's true. And I miss you.
1: Love Haley. I finally got Um, to see her when we went to Utah very recently. Oh, yeah. And it was amazing. It had been more than two years.
0: Really? Wow. Yeah. So, listeners, we've talked about this before, but for anyone who is new, uh, both Shannon and I are members of the Virgo Nation. So, we, our sun signs are Virgo, which explains a lot about us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, now I want to know your moon sign, because I didn't realize this is so important.
1: Oh, is it important? Yeah,
0: yeah Your so your sun, your moon, and your rising uh, are, like, the big three,
1: Okay, should I, like, look it up right now? Live and in person? Yeah, okay, I do have my... Because you need, like, your birth time, right? You need
0: the time and place.
1: Okay, so my... Oh, yeah, my moon sign is also Virgo. That's right.
0: You're a double Virgo? I'm
1: a freaking double Virgo all the way across the sky. double
0: Virgo all the way. Interesting. Okay, so apparently your moon sign is, like, how you process emotions.
1: Oh, that explains a lot.
0: You process emotions like a Virgo.
1: Uh, Yep, that tracks. Mm -hmm, mm
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Wait, what are you, then?
0: So, I will will tell you the story this way. As I was deconstructing my life with my coworkers, I was like, I'm just really angsty and just angry about everything. And, I mean, you know me. I'm a pretty happy-go-lucky kind of person. Right. But... I realized I have, like, two emotions. I have really happy or uh-huh. angry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I'm not happy, if there's any...
1: That's the most masculine thing about you, Michael. That you only <laughs> have two emotions and they're either happy or angry. <laughs> like, those are yeah. the two emotions that men are allowed to have. Yep. So congratulations, Yay, I guess. I did it.
0: <laughs> Yay. Um, no, and I was telling them, because one day I was like, I just felt, like, really, like out of whack at work and I was like I feel like I need to cry you know Mm -hmm. and it's not that I'm like oh you shouldn't cry like that's not the problem I I like sometimes I will be like okay I am prepared to cry I am like I'm even alone I'm by myself I'm ready to do it and then I just don't you can't get the juices out yeah and and I'm like I don't I don't normally get sad like if something makes me sad I just like immediately become angry that I'm sad or like angry Mm. at whatever it is that is making me sad, you know? Yeah. And so talking to coworkers, they're like, yeah, you should probably go to therapy and stuff like that. And they like (laughs) help, they help me. (laughs) But in the meantime,
1: let's do your astrology.
0: Yeah. Well, so then, then like later that week we start talking about astrology and then come to find out my moon sign is Aries. Oh. Yeah, they're like very uh energetic and um I mean Aries is the god of war. So right. um sometimes angry. And and Scooby-Doo and,
1: is apparently an Aries.
0: And Scooby-Doo is an Aries. Yep. And so um <laughs> so I told I said that to my coworker and she was like, "Oh, you don't need therapy. You're just an Aries." <laughs> she uh, was joking. She was okay. joking. Oh, okay, course, okay, okay, but, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean it makes a lot of sense also I do you know need to process some stuff. But
1: Yeah. That's oh, me. this I'm an says Aries. This says that my ascendant is Scorpio, which is the mask that I present to people and I <gasps> think that is pretty accurate.
0: Guess what? I'm what? a Scorpio.
1: Oh my gosh. Michael, yeah. so we're you, wait.
0: We, yes. So we have uh, we have Virgo suns yep. and Scorpio risings.
1: Yes. That explains why we are BFFs.
0: That explains why we're gold heart level Snapchat friends.
1: Yes. This (laughs) explains why we have a podcast together, which is like the ultimate manifestation of friendship.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, this is very good to know.
1: Yes. I guess. Um,
0: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks everyone for coming along this journey with us. You know so much about us. This was a journey. (laughs) Okay. That's all. I mean, do you want to get into this book?
1: Yeah, let's freaking talk about it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the book that we read this month was Hot and Badgered by Shelley Laurenston. And I want to make this little disclaimer first before we get into it that because we're this is a romance novel and yep. I am not here to yuck any yums. And if you love romance and you just like it's you enjoy it, I am not here to dunk on that. And, you know, women get so much crap for romance novels. And I think that's so stupid. And like, actually, if I can remember, I'll put a link. There's a great episode of 99% Invisible that talks about the covers of romance novels. That's really Mm -hmm. interesting. And when I listened to it, it really like opened my eyes about a lot of things about the romance genre. As someone who is not really a consumer of Mm -hmm. romance. Uh, so, yeah, so I just want to put that disclaimer out there that, like, if you love this book and you just love romance, like, that is awesome. I am so happy you found something that makes you happy, and yeah. I hope nothing that we say discourages you from that or makes you feel made fun of, etc. Like, no. Romance is completely yeah. valid. If you love romance, then that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, now that I said the disclaimer, this book is not very well written.
0: No, it's so bad. <laughs> I yeah. Have, yeah I have absolutely zero problem with it being a romance novel or even like a romance novel about like shapeshifting people into animals. It's right. just like the the actual quality of the writing is what <laughs> bothers me.
1: Mhm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: it was a struggle. With, okay. And also anyone who read this and was like Y'all, y'all picked a bad one. I don't like this month. And Michael, screw you, because you did it bad. <laughs> Guess what? I'm right there with you. And I was thinking the same thing the whole time. Oh. No. When I picked this, I was imagining like you and I, wa- like watching this as a movie together. And I was like, oh, this would be so funny, you know?
1: Oh yeah, like commentary like, track.
0: Oh, oh except um, I'm doing this by myself for like a month, and I hate it. Oh gosh. So anyway, did not live up to my expectations. Oh, I'm sorry, Michael. It's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, I'm gonna I'm not, well, normally I would summarize the book. I don't think that's possible, possible with this one.
0: Give it give it your like two sentence summary.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh uh. Uh once upon a time there was a mm-hmm. sexy lady with crazy mm-hmm. sisters
0: mm-hmm.
1: who boned down on a bear man. So much other stuff happened, but don't worry about it. The end.
0: That's that my liter- that's my
1: two minute two sentence summary.
0: Uh, I mean honestly, that's kind of how it was written, so
1: Yeah. So you I did guess it. The- Yeah, I guess to try to, at least here, instead of like summarizing it, I'll try to give like context or like setup so like you know who we're talking about. So like the main characters, there's Charlie McKilligan, who is Mm -hmm. the protagonist. Her love interest slash I guess kind of co-protagonist is Berg, who's like a bodyguard, not that it comes up that much. And he shifts into a bear. She is from a family of honey badgers, but does not actually shift into a honey badger. Which is kind of, which I thought was a rip-off, but whatever. And then Charlie has two younger sisters. Max, who Mm -hmm. is also part tiger. No, who's... Wait, what is she? She's part wolf?
0: Max is full honey badger. Oh, she's full honey badger. Charlie is half
1: wolf. Okay, okay. And then there's Stevie, who is part tiger. And so the personality traits of... Max is murder, and the personality uh-huh. traits of Stevie is panic attack and smart lady. Yeah. With a little, like, side hustle of music stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Berg, and then he also has two siblings. They're all triplets, and they're all shapeshift into bears. And so basically... There's so many things that happen in this book, like every chapter it's like a new like three new characters are introduced into the narrative, and like all and this somehow, stuff happens
0: despite so much happening, it's nothing like happens such a boring book,
1: yeah, it's true. well, I feel like she's like trying to set up this like cinematic universe, but she just like does that by like it's like if Marvel which I'm not the number one Marvel fan, but it like, mm-hmm. at least Marvel was like, introduced you one character at a time. Like, it would be like if Marvel was like, all right, guys, we're doing Marvel movies now, and we're starting with Avengers Infinity War.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: So, that's kind of how this book is. But yeah, yeah, so like, the three sisters are, mo- through most of the time, are living in the bear neighborhood, and shenanigans happen. And seriously, each chapter there's like a new antagonist slash random person introduced who yeah. does stuff and
0: and the thing is none of the characters matter like the, you will meet so many characters in this book and none of them matter
1: right and like you kind of get to a point where they're all just kind of like the same character like yep. one's like chill dude one's like neurotic lady
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know
1: and it's like all right Okay, can I? Here's my theory, and I haven't really looked into this, but my theory is that this book started originally as fan fiction, mm. and it started with like a weekly update where it's like you write one chapter at a time, which would explain why each chapter to kind of like ramp up the the tension or like be like, oh, here's something oh, new, yeah. is to just be like, oh, here's some new characters. And my theory further is that I think it might be fan fiction of Charlie's Angels.
0: <gasps> Interesting
1: But I don't actually know that much about Charlie's Angels So I could be totally wrong But like you know there's kind of like action There's three girls in it
0: Yeah yeah. For for what I thought was a romance novel It is mostly like an action novel With like one sex scene Yeah Like it felt like if I were to watch this as a movie I would say this is an action movie And there's just one like super sexy scene
1: Yeah yeah it was kind of, like, the romance was, re- like, really on the back burner to me. Yeah. I mean, Which I don't know.
0: Which is why I picked it, because I didn't want to just be, like, and another chapter about my boobs, and another <laughs> chapter about how he porked, and right. another chapter, you know? So, right. like, I appreciated that. Also, everyone, uh, I believe last month, I was like, yeah, hopefully this book isn't very explicit. Uh, There aren't a lot of sex scenes, but the sex scenes that do exist are explicit. So yes. I'm sorry if that was a shocker for anyone. That was not my intention.
1: <laughs> well, we, yeah, we, it's fine. I mean, honestly, I feel like as long as you skip chapter 28, you miss yeah. most of it. Yep. Um, although I guess if you, if you do this podcast the right way, where you listen to the book be- or read the book before you listen to the podcast, which I don't probably no one does, um, <laughs> then this is too <laughs> late for you. It's too late for you now, but Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, the thing, and, like, I don't know, again, I have not really read any other romance novels. I've definitely, like, watched, like, rom-com slash, like, romance Mm -hmm. movies, which I don't know if those are... I don't know how comparable those are, but, like, I get that there's, like, other things that happen in romance books. Like, it's not all just, like, I locked eyes with a guy, and then we were banging for the next 70% of the book. I mean, I'm sure that does happen, but, like... I don't know, I do, I would imagine that most romance novels do have, like, a plot of some kind going on where it's not just, like, we locked eyes and then we're porking the rest of the book, you know? Yeah. But I feel like this book was all, like, just stuff happening with, like, yeah. the two main characters being very obviously interested in each other. Yeah. And then doing sex. hmm So, yeah.
0: Shockingly i don't have much to say about this book like it was just like draining like every time i would listen to it i would just be like oh my gosh i can't believe i have to listen to this book <laughs> i hated it i didn't like any of the characters i wasn't involved in the story because there really isn't one right i wasn't like i didn't care about anything and so, and, and like, the dial, the dialogue <laughs> is the worst part of this book.
1: And there's a lot of it.
0: There's so much dialogue. And here's the thing. Bad dialogue in a book is one of my biggest boner killers. Like, <laughs> I hate bad dialogue. So, because this book was almost nothing but bad dialogue, it was very hard for me to to get through.
1: Yeah, that's fair. It was definitely one of those things, like... I was thinking about this, like, you know, if you aren't an actor and then you try to act, like, Mm -hmm. I think there's kind of a similar thing in writing. I say I'm not a writer, but, like, I feel like you're like, oh, how do I act? Like, how do I pretend to be a different character? And then you, like, immediately become, like, really unnatural. I think the same Mm -hmm. thing can happen in writing where it's, like, suddenly you're like, oh, I have to, like, think about how these other characters think. And then, like, you kind of, like... Forget how you think, or like, forget how a normal yeah. person behaves, or or like or talks. talks,
0: or anything. Yeah,
1: and I feel like that's kind of what's going on.
0: Yep. In this, at, at, at more than once, that a character said these words. Not the same character, mind you. Multiple <clears throat> characters said the words, "I'm awesome," and like, no one says that. These are like grown ass adults, <laughs> and they're like, "I'm I'm the coolest person. I'm awesome." One of them says. They're like, oh, yeah, of course I can do that. I love me. I'm awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I remember that part.
0: Yeah, it was so cringy. I'm like, no human talks like this.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like I can sort of imagine it, but or it's like you'd have to be or it's kind of like one of those things where it's like you'd have to be a very specific kind of person, because I think there are definitely people out there who are just like, I'm awesome. Like, those people definitely exist. But it's like you would have like one person who is like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. in this book, everyone is that one weird person. <laughs> like, Yes. All of these characters are just, like, very over the top and, yeah. like, very exaggerated, very next level. I mean, I feel like I said this before about the Witches book, but, like, it kind mm-hmm. of also gave me, like, a and d vibe where it's, like, you know, like, it's fun to kind of, like, be exaggerated and overact when you're a bunch yeah. of D&D characters slash, like, when you're the DM and you're, like, just trying to, like, have make sure everyone's having fun and so you make this yeah. like goblin character who's like super over the top and he's like i'm Schmegalar, and i'm <laughs> don't kick me in the butt <laughs> you know like and you just like make yeah. this like dumb character who's like super over the top and like if goblins were real they would be like yeah. that's racist what are you doing you know yeah so i think that is part of the problem here's the okay here i here's like the one thing i will say about the book that i think was good
0: Yo, let's, okay, yeah, let's. I don't want to just, like, rag on, on this author. Like, yeah. let's talk about the, because there are some good qualities of this book. So let's, yeah,
1: yeah, tell me. So, okay, I don't know if I might, maybe as we talk, I'll think of others. But, like, the one thing that stands out to me that I liked about this book that I feel like you don't see very much, but maybe you do in the romance genre and I'm just not acquainted, I really did like that Berg and Charlie just, like, had good chemistry, they were attracted to each Mm -hmm. other from the get-go, and it was like, I was like, okay, this is, like, nothing else about this book is realistic, but this relationship at least makes sense. Like, they're both attracted to each other, they're both always kind to each other. Like, I hate in books, or movies, or whatever, where it's like, oh, the man and woman meet each other, and they hate each other, and they're at each other's throats, but then at the end of the novel, or the movie, they're in love, and I'm like, what? Uh No. I'm sure that does happen, but, like, no. No. So I appreciated that, like, they, you know, there, there is like, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. From day one, I'm like, this is a plausible relationship, mm-hmm. and I could like nothing else about this book is plausible at all. But like, these yeah. two characters, you know, like this is this seems like a good, healthy relationship, which I feel mm-hmm. like you do not see very much in media. Yeah,
0: yeah. I felt the same way, and I mean, there was there was a lot of weirdness with Charlie being like, "I'm cursed." We, get oh
1: yeah. It. Like, <laughs>
0: I can't be with you, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. then, like, once they hook up, Berg is, like, a very needy um, person. Like, despite being kind of quiet, like, he gets kind of anxious. He's like, oh, no, like, what if she leaves? Like, I, I like this woman. I don't want her to go. Right. And I mean, there there are, I mean, I'm like that. That's, like, a very normal trait to have. And And he even, like, Voices his concerns, and she's like, Whoa, 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 like, we just hooked up. Like, I'm not planning on leaving, but like, this is kind of a serious conversation to have. We've only known each other for a little bit. And I'm like, I right. love that this is a conversation that's happening. Like, her response is very normal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is, how is it that the rest of this book is like so unhinged? And then, like,
0: and then, yeah.
1: The, the, what I would imagine is supposed to be the center of the, the book which by the way it does not feel like it is like the like you said like no. it feels like an action book with some romance in it yeah. but like like that is actually like very realistic and these two characters mm-hmm. it makes me wonder if like maybe if this author had just like i don't know chosen maybe a different way like didn't lean so far into like this whole action stuff and like focused more on just like berg and charlie and like their developing relationship if it would have just been a better book But I wonder, too, if it would have been a really short book, because, like, when you Mm. meet someone and you have a good relationship and then you, you know, get together, there's not much, like, drama that happens there, which is good in real life and realistic in real life, but doesn't make for, like, compelling fiction. Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, Yep. I agree (laughs) with all of those words. (laughs) Again, like, weirdly, this book has me kind of, like... Grasping for things to say, because I don't have a big opinion on it.
1: I feel like it's just, like, it's in that, like, oh, that sort of, like, if we think of, like, stuff being good, like, there's kind of, like, a circle of, like, good and bad, and Mm. then there's, like, so bad it's good. I don't know, I guess that's not really a circle. Or, like, if you did a graph where it's, like, your enjoyment of something and its quality are the two axes... And there's, like, good and you enjoy it a lot. There's bad and you don't enjoy it. And then there's so bad Mm. it's good. I feel like this book is somewhere between bad and so bad it's good. But it's in the part of between, in whatever that in-between zone is, where you're like, yeah, it wasn't very good. But I also, it wasn't bad enough for me to have fun with how bad it was.
0: Yeah. Um, Are you a big Taylor Swift fan? No. Something tells me that you're not.
1: (laughs) No she's something happened with her i did see that everyone on instagram was putting her on their stories and that's um, all i know
0: i honestly don't know what's happening like in her day-to-day life but i do like her music but she has a okay. song that she sings about like this ex that she has and she's like oh yeah i loved you and blah blah blah, blah. and then she's like and then one day something happened and i just forgot that you existed <laughs> and she's like it like it isn't love it isn't hate it's just indifference and that's how i feel about this book i'm like i don't love it mm. i don't hate it i'm like completely indifferent about it i'm like yeah this was a meh book
1: yeah i get that
0: basically i'm taylor swift is the takeaway
1: <laughs> congrats welcome yeah. to to the 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 swiftening
0: <laughs> the i don't know swiftening.
1: i don't know i really like she's just one of those people that i feel like Attracts I guess I am indifferent to Taylor Swift. To the Taylor way Swift. you are indifferent yeah. to this book. The way yeah. you are Taylor Swift to this book. I am Taylor mm-hmm. Swift to
0: Taylor Swift. Anything else that you loved about this book?
1: I will say that at first when I started it, I was like, okay, this is just gonna be like a fun romp. And I mm-hmm. think I think there is a, a fun romp hiding in there somewhere. Maybe if this person had, like, an editor, because, I don't know, was it self-published? Did we do any research? Did you do any research? Because I did not.
0: Okay, I looked up her name. I found, I found this out. She has a pseudonym, uh, G.A. Aiken. Okay. Um, In which she writes, like, a, I think it's like a dragon romance series under okay. the pseudonym. I'm not exactly sure why um literally all i could find was her own biography on her own website like doesn't even have a wikipedia page and it was just like i was born in long island and now i live on the west coast with lots of shirtless men and i'm like no you don't no you don't
1: (laughs) well she might live on the west coast
0: don't lie you don't live with a bunch of shirtless men i don't believe it show me pics
1: pics or it didn't happen
0: yeah Um. So that, like, I—that's literally all I found out about her. Okay. She's a mystery. She's a mystery woman. Hmm. And she has written so many novels. I. Okay. I. I will say most of her novels have really cheeky names.
1: Oh yeah, like Breaking Badger.
0: Yes. Very like. Hey, Shelley. Love the names. Yes. Keep that going. But please figure out how to write good dialogue.
1: Yeah, I wonder, um, I'm trying to look her up right now, if, I wonder if she's self-published, because that's, like, I know that's pretty normal for... You know,
0: that would make a lot of sense.
1: And also, I know that a lot of, like, people who are self-published kind of make their money from, like, volume, and if she's, like, Mm. written just, like, a ton of books, like, that's part of, like, you know, you know, like, oh, yeah, I don't, you know, not any of these one. Oh, her little author page on Amazon is a picture of a dog. Well... Okay, this was not as helpful as I thought it was gonna be. This is why I'm not. We, you know who we we need? Um, we need Megan. She's really good at Facebook stalking. Yeah, she could. Yes. She could track this lady down and figure out what yep. her whole deal is. But I.
0: Um. Do you remember cannot. though one time when we were on vacation together, and, and it was the best. And I was yes, um, I was trying to find. One of my former TAs that I went on a date with. Yes. Yes. I, like, I, I like literally couldn't remember his name. I can't even remember what information I gave to our friend. And she was like, oh, is this him? And, like, immediately finds him on Facebook. And I was yep. Like how, like, how do you do this?
1: She's got the magic you know, touch. She does. Okay, I found her FAQ section. What? Will you ever write the story of Mickey giving
0: birth? What? I'm sorry? Why
1: is that an FAQ on your page? Oh wait, the one above it, will Sarah and Zach ever have kids? (laughs) What? Oh. (laughs) I am not happy with the direction you took with some of your characters. Can you explain (laughs) why you did that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so vague. Which characters?
1: I... You really pissed me off. Can I write and tell you about (laughs) it? (laughs) Are you serious? That's so great. This is great. Oh, wait, can you tell me how to get published? I bet this might explain... Oh, pfft, not helpful. For every author's path, the publication is different. Yeah, th- thanks. Helpful. Okay, well, okay. anyway, she will remain a mystery, but... she's uh, a
0: mystery woman.
1: She's a mystery woman with some interesting tastes in badgers.
0: Okay, I have a few more things that I liked about this book that I want to breeze through so that I can okay. get to the things that I really didn't like.
1: Great, go for it. Do
0: you, wait, do you, do you have any more things that you liked?
1: No, I'm really... No, that's all I got.
0: Um. Okay, I liked that the main characters were physically strong women.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. And the the main character is, like, big. They're not, like it kind of irks me when stories are like I'm so strong but I'm still so slender and petite Mm -hmm. and small um Charlie's Charlie's like almost six feet tall and like like I imagine her as a strong woman she's also um a woman of color as a uh, and Max is Chinese they mention Charlie or no Stevie is white but um I, I like that they're uh is somewhat of a diverse cast. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Those are the things that I liked okay, about it.
1: Cool. Oh, but yep. that did make me realize I did like, like that little like prologue of them when they're like little kids and they like work together and like one of them punches them right? the other in the face to like get the adult in trouble. Like that was uh-huh. great. That was such a good moment that like showed yeah. so much. And I was like, what okay. And the, yeah, exactly. Like then then everything was downhill from there.
0: There was like. Yeah, like, seemingly good, like, building blocks to the story. And then you jump in and you're like, what happened? Like, yeah. Also, do you remember in the prologue, there's, like, this girl who's, like, a teenager in a tree? Oh, yeah. What the hell even happens to yeah, that character? I don't know. Like, we literally never see her again, do we?
1: I don't think so, unless it's gonna... I, I don't know, because it seems this is, so like, a series, right? And, she comes yeah, back. Yeah,
0: I think there's, like, a trilogy or something. That Okay, yeah. that could happen. Yeah. Okay, can I get into the... Can I get rowdy?
1: Yeah, have you not been rowdy before? You've been you've been very polite the last 50 I've minutes? Been,
0: I've been so polite. When I talked about my boner dying, that was me being polite. <laughs> um,
1: Are we going to have to make this episode explicit?
0: I don't know. How many times can I say boner when, <laughs> before you need to make it explicit?
1: You know, that's a great question that I don't know the answer to.
0: Um, but I should. But I don't. Okay. Everyone is a shifter in this book.
1: Yes. I think
0: anyone, anyone who didn't read the book. So they call people who can turn into animals. They refer to them as shifters. Literally everyone in this book is a shifter. And they're like, oh, like regular humans don't know about us. And they're like, okay, so we went to this entire neighborhood. Everyone's a shifter. Oh, also we went to this thing and literally everyone was there a shifter. Oh, and then we went to this thing. Everyone's a shifter. Also this famous restaurant owned by a shifter and this thing shifters. Everyone is a shifter. And I'm like, how, what do you mean? No one knows about shifters. They're freaking everywhere.
1: That's true. That is a good point.
0: They have they have very minimal contact with regular humans in this book, which bothers me. And I get it that you're like, okay, this is like your community. You're going to interact with these people the most. But uh, unless 50% of the population is actually shifters, like you're doing a very good job at avoiding regular humans.
1: Yeah, actually, there is one character in it who is not a shifter. Who is the... The
0: nurse.
1: What? Oh. The nurse? No. I mean, I guess maybe that's not who I was thinking of, though. There is the guy who is working for the evil Italian twins who's, like, in charge of the military squadron. Well, I guess there's a bunch of, like, military guys who get murdered who are civilian or who are not shifters. But But then there's this guy. No, but there's this guy who's, like, working for the evil twins who has to, like kind of be the handler for the crazy ant or whatever and he is uh-huh. just a guy but but that's it he's the one he's the one and only guy who's just a guy the
0: one, the one guy does he die
1: i don't think he does
0: okay so there's like one there's two humans because there is a token
1: nurse. normal guy and token normal yeah. lady
0: anyway so that was a problem i had with it uh another problem was like Shelly doesn't know dimensions of cabinets because Stevie sleeps in a cabinet. And I'm like, you cannot fit a human woman. Uh, Anything older than like one year old is not going to fit in a wall cabinet. Wall cabinets are 12 inch deep standard. Like no human can fit in there. That was just a weird thing that bothered me. Um, And what else? What else? What else? Freaking Stevie. Let's talk about. Oh, gosh. (sighs) I don't like that. All three of these sisters are like, I'm the quirky one in this way. Uh, actually, I'm the quirky one in this way. Me, I'm the quirky one. I murder people. Me, I'm the quirky one. I have panic attacks. And I'm like so smart and I don't care about anyone. Me, I'm the quirky one. I have really big boobs and I have to take care of my sisters.
1: And I don't shift into a And I don't badger. shift.
0: Yeah, so Charlie, again, the main character doesn't shift at all. She can like ch- change her hands into claws and she gets fangs. And Sucks. for some reason, heals like Wolverine. She's like unkillable, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. Like to my knowledge, badgers don't have the ability to heal super quickly. Like why do they have that? I, I don't think.
1: Know. Okay, I think I know why. Do you wait? Actually, and this was what I thought about when you first told me about it that they were honey badgers. Is do you mm-hmm. know the the like YouTube video that that is like so old, like ten years old? It's like the honey badger, like you know, and it's like this guy like narrating over some like I don't know Nagio documentary footage. But he's I thought like you were going
0: to talk about the. He thought I was going to talk about it. No, I thought you were going to talk about the badger, 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 badger.
1: Oh gosh! Okay, that one's even older. And I did not think about that, but...
0: <laughs> no, I don't know what video you're talking about. Oh my god! Does, does he talk about a badger being a super fast healer?
1: Uh, not directly, but the thing about honey badgers that I learned from this video is that if they get stung <laughs> by bees or like bit by poisonous snakes, like cobras, mm-hmm. like, like very, very venomous snakes that like if a person yeah. gets bit by it and doesn't go to a hospital, they will die. The honey badger mm-hmm. can just sleep it off. Like, it gets bit and it's like, uh, like, it ignores it and then it murders the snake and then it's like, oh, I'm sleepy. And then it sleeps for like 45 minutes and then it's like, all right, anyway. So, I'm guessing that is where that comes from. That, like, honey badgers are just immune to poison damage. Okay. That's my guess. Interesting.
0: But they do get shot multiple times, and the bullets just, like, spit out of their body.
1: Yeah, that was so weird. Like, she's just, like, the doctor's like, oh, you need medical attention. She's like, no, it'll be fine. And then she's, like, reading the magazine, and then she's like, yeah, they're about ready to come out. And I'm like, uh, that's so weird. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah.
0: Um, I didn't like that. Uh, Also, on that note, so if you are a hybrid in this universe, meaning, like, one parent was a honey badger and one parent was a wolf when when you shift you get traits of both those animals um Stevie is a tiger honey badger right. they talk about when she shifts she has like a honey she's like a tiger striped honey badger yes but has a tiger tail and i know this because Because she has the ability to spider climb up walls.
1: Right. A known tiger feature.
0: And at one point she's hanging from the ceiling and she uses her tiger tail and wraps it around a guy's neck and like kills him. That's not how tiger tails work. Tigers don't have the ability to hang upside down on ceilings, nor do badgers. Like, Shelly, where the hell did you get your information? I didn't like that. (laughs) I I was... I didn't understand. There were, like, a lot of things in here that were just, like, so over the top. I'm like, explain yourself, Shelley. That's all the beef that I have. That's... Mo- I mean, most of the beef that I have. Was there another beef? Oh, I did Stevie was my most hated character. <laughs> I hated Stevie. And... Because... She's, like, a complete narcissist. She, like... Yes. She's like, I'm so smart. I literally don't have space in my brain to remember people's names. So if yeah. you're not important to me, I'm not going to remember a single thing about you. Like people, like people that she grew up with and like spent a lot of time with. She's like, I'm sorry, who are you? Do you want my autograph? Like, I'm such a narcissist. And I really hated her. They also, she was like, oh, unless I medicated, I'm going to have panic attacks. And then just starts like talking super fast and blah blah blah
1: yeah very like ableist portrayal yeah
0: it it was it was weird and i mean i can't speak for everyone who has panic disorders but like knowing people who do have really bad anxiety and stuff like they are not prone to start babbling when they're panicking like they just kind of shut down and have a silent panic attack yeah and so i was like this doesn't feel like you have a panic disorder this feels like you're a narcissist and I didn't like it.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I felt yep. like it was, like, her attempt at, like, you know, kind of, like... And I don't want to say a Sherlock Holmes character, because, like, the re- like real Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. is not like this but like the flanderized sherlock holmes like like that you see in like bbc sherlock and i guess Mm -hmm. other more recent adaptations is like he's like i'm cold and calculating and i'm a sociopath and the fact that i'm aware of it is cheeky and cool and it's like no it's It's not it's not and it's not cute and this is weird and again i will say like the the literary sherlock holmes like the original one like yes he like doesn't have the most social graces or whatever but like Mm -hmm. he does like care very much about the people that he's you know solving the the crimes the crimes like solving the mysteries and stuff like like he is not like he's he's like a weird guy but he's not like lacking in empathy or like a dickhead the way that yeah. he sometimes portrayed. So I feel like that like this book was like, "Oh, well, if you're smart, then you're also a dickhead." So, yeah. that's you know, Stevie, she's like too smart to remember people. Cringe.
0: Very cringe. That basically sums up my list of complaints. Do you have a list of complaints? We have to get to my cast.
1: Oh my this, gosh, but... you did a cast? Actually, I did one too, but it's
0: uh, uh so so I only did characters for uh Charlie and Berg. Okay. So so do you have anything else you want to get radio about before we talk (laughs) before we talk about who we want to cast? No, I don't. So Shannon. Yes. I would like you to look at the text that I sent you. Okay. I'm I'm ready.
1: This prepared statement. I've not looked at these yet because you told me not to. So I'm opening up my text right now. Great. (laughs) Is that David Hasselhoff? (laughs) No. Who is that?
0: So, I photoshopped uh, Sean Astin's head <laughs> on onto Chris Bumstead's body. What? So, for people who don't know, Sean Astin is Samwise Gamgee oh from the Lord of the Rings. Right. Um, and Chris Bumstead is the three year row, three year in a row winner uh, of the. Uh, Sorry, he's Mr. Olympia, three years running. So he's a bodybuilder that is very famous in the bodybuilding community. Oh, my Uh, gosh. So I did put Sean Astin's head onto his body because Sean Astin has, like, a very, like, big, lovable face, like a bear. Yeah. So I thought that was fitting, but he needs to be jacked.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That was incredible. Although, actually, in truth, and this was something I was thinking about, too, I guess this is a sidebar that I can be slightly rowdy about
0: is Mm -hmm. that
1: at least, well, like on the cover of like the picture, it's like these ripped guys with their big pecs and, and abs or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, like, and this is just like a known fact. If you know stuff about like human anatomy slash, like, I don't know, like when someone's really, really strong, they do not look like that. Like they, you know, as you build muscle, that's like actually useful for like, you know, Powerlifting or whatever you also are acquiring fat because your body ne- your muscles need fat in order to like be strong like people who are like really ripped like that bodybuilder like he probably can't lift very much because like it's more about the appearance of the muscle than it is about like the practicality of the muscle so this so like berg is not gonna have that kind of body it's gonna be like a chonky boy which maybe that yeah. was what she was going for but i feel like in the description it was like his rippling abs i'm like no honey
0: yeah Well, and no, like, with what you were saying, so, I watch a lot of bodybuilding videos, so, on the covers of these novels, it's, like, these, like, male models who, like, male models are trying to look good, they're going for aesthetic, they're not trying to be huge, they just want, they just want to look cut, you know, and, and that picture that you have there of Chris Bumstead, like, bodybuilders go through like seasons when they're performing and they cut they like purposely lose all of their fat
1: right they like stop drinking water
0: yeah yeah not not super healthy uh but yeah like in the off season like they have a lot more fat and they're just like big dudes right and that's like that's how i pictured berg as well like like a bear like a gay bear like just a big chunky guy yes yep and then the other photo um, I sent you is an actress. Her name is, uh, dang it, it's, I had it right before we started this podcast, Raw, uh, raw Raw's something, something.
1: Uh, raw, now that you say that, is she in Men in Black too?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Rosario Dawson.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like her because she has, like, a very, she has, like, very strong features, and like I said, I imagine Charlie as, like, a very strong and big woman, and uh, Rosario Dawson normally plays, like, big, strong, like, female characters, which I, so, and she's a woman of color, so I was, like, she, I I thought she would be really good for Charlie. Is she the one
1: who plays Ahsoka in... Yes. Mandalorian, okay.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Yep, so those are my picks.
1: Cool, love that. Mm -hmm. My cast, I don't think I, I didn't come up with one for Bert, but I was trying to think of, like, (laughs) the most, like, prestige television, like, this is, like, someone's adapting Hot and Badgered, and they are Mm -hmm. doing it just to get Oscars sort of casting. Okay, okay. So, for Charlie, I was thinking Lupita Nyong'o.
0: Oh, yes, amazing, love that.
1: And then for Max, I thought of Lucy Lou.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: And then, and then for Stevie, I said Meryl Streep.
0: Are we just going to put her in every <laughs> yes. movie?
1: Yes, she's going to be in every movie that we cast. Right.
0: Okay, but here's the thing: she's going to steal the show.
1: She's going to get the the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress.
0: Yeah hundred percent. Oh my yeah. gosh, have you seen uh the Meryl Streep movie where she's like a nun and there's like a creepy doubt paste.
1: is it doubt? Uh, doubt is the best movie ever.
0: It's also I think such about it all movie. the time.
1: I think about it every S- day.
0: Such a freaking good movie. She I mean, she's Meryl Streep, she always does a good job. That movie's phenomenal.
1: It's Meryl Streep, but it's also Amy Adams and Philip <gasps> Seymour yes. Hoffman. Like yes. all yes. stars. Oh and yes. and yes. um what is her name? Victor Victor no, Viola Davis. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, oh Violet yes. Davis. yeah just like um, everyone
1: in this yeah. movie is so yeah. good
0: if you haven't seen doubt go watch it it will infuriate you just
1: a yeah heads up. it's so good though it's so good
0: mm. 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 Mm.
1: i bet yep. she's okay. also a virgo rising scorpio meryl streep's character because i identify with her a lot
0: because you identify as meryl streep
1: <laughs> yes yes i do indeed if I were a shifter, I would shift into Meryl Streep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means, but...
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. One more thing I want to get rowdy about. Okay. So, I think it's, like... So, there's, like, one whole chapter where they have a sex scene and, like, whatever. Yeah. They also... Like, the next chapter, be, like, starts and they're like, "Oh, what time is it? Oh, my gosh, it's morning. We had sex all night. All and night?
1: Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: Okay, so then I started doing some research on how long bears have sex, because I... <laughs> oh, yeah, I, was I like, remember this! Yeah, I was like, hey, Shelley, I don't know if you're familiar with people that have penises, but after a few times, we start shooting blanks, and we can't go that long. Sorry you think it's so sexy to go all night, but some of us can't do that, lady. <laughs>
1: I think most we people get tired. can't do
0: that. We get tired, and we need some water, and maybe a nap. Anyway... But, so then I was like, but maybe, you know what, maybe bears can. And, um, so I looked up the reproductive habits of bears. Of course. Um, they do reproduce a lot of time. Like, they'll have sex a lot of times when they're, like, during their mating ritual or whatever. And they, like, stay near each other, like, the entire time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think the article, it's, it didn't, like, give me a... A time frame of, like, this is how long it will take. Uh, but it was, (laughs) like, it was essentially, like, it can happen, like, instant. Like, a bear can just, like, orgasm immediately.
1: Jizz in my pants.
0: Yep. Uh, but it, but it could also take, like, an hour.
1: Wow. Which is,
0: I'm like, that's a very, very varying time frame. So, you know what? Yeah. Let's say they do it a handful of times in the night and it always takes an hour. Um then, like, okay, maybe they were doing it all night. I don't know. but
1: Yeah, that was-, I, that was one thing I did wonder. I feel like I have heard... You know how, like, church leaders will be like, romance novels are porn for women, so don't read them, yeah. you know? Yeah. um And they're like, oh, they give you unrealistic expectations. And I'm like, so is it normal to be like, oh, every romance novel, it's like, we had sex all night long, which is, like, I don't think a thing anyone does I mean, I don't know. It's a big world. But, like, I think the vast majority of sex havers are not doing it all night.
0: Correct. And even if it's like, oh, all night, it's like, oh, we did it, and then, like...
1: We slept for a couple hours, and then we did it again, or whatever.
0: Yeah, and then we did it again. Yeah, Yeah, like, we did it twice, maybe three times in a night. Right. But, like, I'm sorry, that's over-exaggerating. That's not all night long.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, and so I'm wondering, (laughs) like, is it normal in romance to kind of exaggerate that and be like, oh, my gosh, we had sex all night long? Or is it just that she did this because they're like, oh, they're shapeshifters. They're larger than life. They have magic animal powers. She can shoot bullets out of her back when she gets (laughs) shot. Like, is this just part of that? Because maybe it's just part of that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So that's the first sex scene. The second sex scene is very brief. It's like inside of Berg's house. Here's my qualm with that. Uh, She takes off her shirt and her bra. And then they were they were at a barbecue, so she is in a pair of jean shorts. Uh-huh. Jorts. She's in jorts. Berg, like, grows his claws and then shreds her, <laughs> it says, shreds her shorts and her panties off. Which I get, it's supposed to be like, ooh, we're hot and we're, and he <laughs> ripped my shorts off. All I could think of was, excuse me, sir, those are my shorts. Like.
1: Yeah, right? Now,
0: now what? Now what? I'm, yeah I'm, what,
1: are, what are we gonna do after this
0: <laughs> yeah how do i leave your house i don't have anything to put on my butt and also what if their shorts were really cute yeah what if they were new like what if i had recently got those like sir true. please don't destroy my clothing yeah anyway
1: yeah that's fair okay actually though here's one thing i will say that it should have gone back in the goods section but i didn't think about it until just now is that there's this part where she highlights that he's like, Berg thought maybe they would be doing it. And so he brought a condom just in case. And I was like, at first I was kind of like, is that weird? And then I was like, you know what? Even if it is weird, I'm glad that she's promoting safe sex. Like, yeah. yeah. If you think you might be boning down, please take protection with you. Like, that's that's good. That's, we should be setting that example in our weird book about bear people having sex with badger people. Whatever. Like, yeah. Yes. Practice safe sex, everyone. Well, should we attempt to rate this book?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I give it one sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I will not elaborate on that rating. Once this book gets one sticker.
1: What does the sticker look like?
0: It looks like the bear emoji. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I guess I should rate it too. Why do I want to mm-hmm. rate this book? I will rate it, all the serial numbers have been filed off, but should they have been?
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Which is, because because of my suspicion that it maybe was originally fanfiction, the, the term when you turn a fanfic into like an original fiction so you can publish it and make money off of it is called filing the serial numbers off. Oh. And so I'm gotcha. saying this should have just stayed maybe as a fanfic. Gotcha. Because... Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I'm sure that everyone who was following it on AO3 or fanfiction.net or whatever yeah. and was getting each chapter at a time was, like, loving it, but, like, yeah. I, you know, I, thanks but no thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Shannon. Yeah. Do you have a book for next month? For di- we for sure
1: do. Um, the book that I have chosen, let me look it up because I want to make sure I get the name right.
0: Shannon, no pressure, but, like, I need something good to read.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, well, uh, I don't know if I can make that promise. This is one okay. that I have not. This is just one that I saw in the library on Overdrive that looked kind of interesting. I read the little, like, blurb of it, and I was like, you know, this sounds interesting. Okay. So we'll try it. It's called mm-hmm. The Charmed Wife by Olga Grushin? 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 and the like one sentence blurb is like a re- it's like a retelling of Cinderella in the 21st century but she wants him dead. Oh. So.
0: Okay. The charmed wife.
1: Yeah. Hopefully it's not trash. It was in Oprah's book club, so that's something.
0: <gasps> Oprah.
1: Yeah, Oprah, don't lead us astray. We need you right now. But we'll see. I don't know. I really like the I don't know if I, I don't really trust book reviews after the witch book that everyone said was amazing. So I don't trust people, but it seems like the reviews are kind of mixed. So we will see.
0: I will say the witch book, honestly, at least I was like entertained.
1: Sure. I honestly, okay. I will say, I think I enjoyed this book more than the witch book personally.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like, like you responded to this book the way I responded to the witch book.
0: Yes, correct that is accurate
1: except mm-hmm. the witch book is definitely be- definitely better than this book
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so i don't know um. what that says about us
0: <laughs> okay so looking forward to reading the charmed wife for december thanks everyone for listening you're all great
1: yep remember fascism is allude right. Luder- dur- dur- <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. i messed it up remember we love you Catch you next month. (laughs) Bye. Bye.